floor, hardware, children's wear, ladies' lingerie. Oh, good morning, Mr. Tyler. Going down. <laughs> Way! <laughs> that was amazing! That is amazing. Uh, yeah, that was our theme song. That was uh, Can I Pour With Madness, the theme. The theme song. Uh, created by musician Oliver Gardner. Yeah, and if we make it big, we're going to own lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's not get into that. Um, I, I probably, well, I know, I, I've never made anything that's made money, so it's fine. Because uh, he's done music for me in the past that I've used. Um, so there you go. That is the, the theme. Oliver Gardner. That is a very if you good want, theme. If you, if you want him to do music for your podcast or YouTube channel or social media, any social media? Yeah, he'll, uh, I'm sure he's available for work. Just knock something up for Twitch, him. Twitch, you just say. And don't people have like Twitch intros? Uh, I don't know. No, well, I've only ever watched one. Well, I mean, I would imagine, imagine it's like YouTube, isn't it? I don't know. Why are you asking me about Twitch? I don't, I don't I just you live of, with me, you know. What about uh, TikTok? Um, well, you could you could have music over the TikToks. But you could I have think, music over the TikToks. Um, yeah, I'd say. But then people might nick it. I think people can nick it from that right, quite easily, can't right. they? Right. So I can just take your audio and yeah. then you've lost it. So I'll stick to YouTube it's or a, podcasts. It's a minefield. It'd be um, a, a good shout. Okay. Yeah, so big up thanks to our pal Ol. Um, and you might be hearing more from him later on in the series because I've asked him to do something else. <laughs> um, but that all depends whether Did he we... offer or did you ask? I asked. He, he said he'd do it, but I'm, he might have forgotten. So okay. I'll have to remind him. What was he going to do? Um, well, I I told you uh, we were going to do the 1989 Arena Heavy Metal Special. Okay. And I wanted him to do like a metal version of the theme tune. Right. Which okay. was Another Green World by Brian Eno. And I cannot believe that someone at the BBC didn't think to do that. Uh, so I've asked him to do a Widdly Widdly version right. of that. But I probably need to remind him. And that's only if we actually ever end up doing that show, which I'm sure we will. That's the plan anyway. So we're back. Uh, before we get into Top 10 Stadium Rock, part yeah. two, uh, some news. Okay. I've got in my notes, my copious notes, ghost controversy. Right. Is this you not telling me about ghosts? Well, I mean, do you want to give your uh, point of view and then I'll give my point of view? Um, I heard some ghost and it's obviously good. The popular Swedish. The Swedish. Satan metal band. Um, and yeah, enjoyed it. But you've apparently liked ghosts for ages and have been to see them live whilst I live with you and you've not bothered 
I mean, it's so typical of you, though, because you always just buy stuff and do stuff without telling me. You never tell me. Whereas I bore you to tears about every aspect. If I'm going to buy something, I need your opinion about 10 different ways on it, don't I? True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'll be like, I'm going to buy this chopping board. What do you think? And you'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, but do you think it's going to be good for this? Yeah. And so, but then we'll have a whole conversation about something as trivial as that. Whereas you don't tell me anything. You're like, oh, I've just bought this. Is that what guys do? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe. From my point of view, I did tell you about Ghost. No, but this is the thing. You obviously didn't in an effective way. It's like your argument's irrelevant. Well. Because you, you're you meant to know me and you didn't do it in an effective way to make me pay or, attention. Or I, no, I did it. No, no. pay no. attention to me. Yeah, but then that's your failing. Okay. That's 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 on you. Uh, what toxic relationship <laughs> advice one hundred and one? I mean, this is a good podcast because it's us having a domestic. <laughs> I mean, not a massive domestic, just a just a slight. Just your standard. Uh, what did you listen to by Ghost that you liked? Um, something about Square Hammer. Square Hammer, yeah. Um, I mean, listened to that quite a few times. There was um. Another one, I can't remember the name. Did you listen to any of their recent cover versions? Because they did a cover versions EP or album. Um, only to listen to Stay, which obviously sparked this whole conversation because a of Insidious. Again from Insidious. Yeah, why? Did you listen to Jesus He Knows Me? Yes. Genesis? Yes, I did listen to that. And did you listen to We Don't Need Another Hero? No. Oh, didn't you? No, I was I was I? playing that, and we talked about it. When? Like it's like that lizard man with me. Where it's, this is this was? I mean, this wasn't. Is this because I used to drink as a, a youth? Am I having like random blackouts and I haven't even noticed? It wasn't. It, I mean, it was it was in the last month, or maybe just a bit more than a month ago. But you were saying were you listening to that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's Ghost because they've done it. They're not not a radical reworking of it. Fairly straight cover version. I mean, I guess from I'll just pretend and say yes, I do remember. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, a... Imagine what I'm going to be like and give it ten years. Imagine. But I think you. Were... I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm having to agree just because it's awkward. But I think you remember the things that are important to you, the things that are just sort of said in passing. Maybe you forget. Yeah, but it's weird to completely forget things, isn't it? Do Shut you not, up. Do you not remember the We Don't Need in Another Hero thing? No, well, I know the song. <laughs> All right. More news. Well, more of an update. So I'm getting progressively worse. Do, yeah. you, do you remember in the last episode we were discussing poison because they were in the top 10 rundown yeah um and do you remember what dave mustaine said about poison um disparaging things about yeah he basically said yeah sure this sold a lot of records but look at them oh, right, that was yeah. that was his criticism yeah right i found this all right so this is poison on the joan rivers show okay. in 1987 okay just going to show you a very brief portion of this 
Let me ask, how did I give you a hard time every time I read a review about your dress and your makeup? Why are critics so mean about that? Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, he's preempted what Dave yeah. Mustaine said yeah. by about 20 years. So I thought that was pretty good. That is good. More Poison news. Yeah. Big friend of the show, Stimbot5000. I mean, not his real name. His name's Andrew Stimson, but I always think of him as Stimbot5000 because that's what he is on social media. Okay. And uh, creator of the Breakfast in the Ruins podcast, yeah. Michael Moorcock podcast, which... I've been on a couple of times. Right. Um, plug for yourself. <laughs> oh, plug, plug for him. Mostly about you, but yeah. <laughs> Everything I say is about me. He got in touch and he sent us this, the Stadium Tour 2.0, Motley Crude, Chef Leopard, and Poison. That's Poison with a Z. <laughs> uh, live at Night Train on 28th of July in Bradford. 28th of July, winter. Yeah. I assume. But that sounds like a fucking good night out, doesn't it? It's Friday. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you want to go to Bradford. I mean, it'd be easier if it wasn't in Bradford. <laughs> yeah, and by the time this goes out, that will have passed. But, yeah. you know, in the future, future. if you can tra time travel, there's my recommendation for a gig. Uh, night. I've never been to Night Train in Bradford. What is that? It must be a bit... Big place with a stage. Um, I don't know. It might be just a pub or something. Well, Google it. It can't be just a pub if they've got stadium tour well, in a pub. I mean, I think it's going to be like... That oh, looks a bit... Well. Yeah, that looks like a pub. So mm. moving on. Yes. Okay, one other thing we didn't talk about last time was that the show was presented by Alice Cooper. Didn't even mention it. Yeah. Um, but he's always good for a laugh. He's good. <laughs> I mean, he's a good presenter, isn't he? You know. He knows what he's doing by now, doesn't he? He knows what he's doing. We watched Super Duper Alice Cooper, the documentary. How do you become Alice Cooper? You create him. You create him. You create him. Yes. And that documentary is on Amazon Prime Video for free, free for nothing. So yeah. you should you should watch it, and uh, jolly good it is too. And also, I listened to his well audio book. Oh, uh, I, I think it's called Who I Really Am, and it's like the best autobio I've listened to because it does not sound like he's reading. It just sounds like he's just telling you stories, and he's got like a million stories, and. It's, yeah, super, super high top shelf recommend, that is. I need to listen to that. Um, you bought it? I think it was free on Audible. Um, there's your Audible, Audible plug for the week. He's got another one, but it, it's called Golf Monster. So is it all going to be about golf? I didn't really yeah, want to listen to anything about golf. But, um, yeah, no, it was brilliant. It's quite, it's quite short, but he's met everyone and done everything. And, yeah, he's a very good raconteur. Uh, presumably why they hired him for this. But anyway, getting on to top 10 stadium rock. So we're back to number five, Bon Jovi. Yeah. John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Uh, so I think the, I think the main 
part of the story that they wanted to get across here is he acts like a cowboy, but he's basically part of the mafia. <laughs> well, I mean, they were, I mean, it was jokey, but they were sort of making out like his, his They're making out like Italian American uh, dynasty of like business people. Yeah. You know, so they're kind of acting like it's the godfather or something. The thing I liked about this was they talk about his first appearance on record being the Star Wars Christmas album. And there's a very funny bit where, uh, they film people dressed in really shit Star Wars costumes and someone in a sort of shit John Bon Jovi wig lip syncing to the song R2D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. So it's worth seeing just for that, isn't it? I mean, it's worth seeing for all of it, yeah. Uh, they talk about Skid Row. Yeah. And don't you think uh, Sebastian Bach is like the mvp of this show because he's just so enthusiastic and he's so funny yeah he's he, good he's good in in this he he makes what he's not allowed to talk about bon jovi because he signed a contract because basically when bon jovi got successful they they make out that they just found a new jersey band but i think the main guy in skid row like went to school with john bon jovi or something he's the guitarist dave snake sabo i think um and that's how they. Well, I've I've listened to nothing but a good time, which is not the Justin Quirk book that we've got. But the other book, which is more of a, uh, like a oral history, but even though I love audio books, I don't think that's the best. I don't think that book is best listened to, because it's all interviews but it's not interviews of the people it's interviewing, it's actors reading out. So right. everyone sounds the same, you know what I mean? So it's right. you can't quite keep back. If you're going to read that book, just get it and read it because it will make a bit more sense. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, they talk about it in that, and obviously Bon Jovi wanted to kind of nurture this other band, but they ended up just taking all the writing credits. Sebastian Bach's not allowed to talk about bon, John Bon Jovi. So, yeah. When do they talk now? That was a long time ago. I mean, probably. Probably. Apparently, Sebastian Bach's book is really good. Yeah. And he reads that. And so he's like a kind of big Labrador, isn't he? Just kind of super enthusiastic about everything. Um, And I I was listening to a podcast that was reviewing it, and it said he, when he was a kid, he he wrote a poem about the Hulk. (laughs) <laughs> and he reads the poem out in the book. Right. So, uh, I mean, if that's not a recommendation. Do you not remember what it is? I mean, no spoilers. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I mean, they were just saying, oh, he reads out the poem. Oh, but you didn't So I, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard this uh, right. piece of poetry. Oh. But, yeah. So, Cute. have you got anything else to say about Bon Jovi? Like, what, what are you, have you got strong feelings either way about? I like Bon Jovi. Yeah. Probably only put on Bad Medicine um, if I was going to listen to a song. Bad Medicine's a good tune. I know, that's why I just said it. Um, and I wouldn't turn off Living on a Prayer. Um, that's about it, if I'm yeah. honest. Don't, don't you like um, I've Seen a Million Faces and Rocked Them All? Um, I'm not fussed about it. You know, I, I, you know, I like the Rock of Ages stage show version of it. Yeah. Um, but that's more because of the uh, Rock of Ages stage show 
production. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm not fussed about it. It's all right. Nothing against do, him. Do you remember me doing that in karaoke? Whereabouts? Hagdo. Oh, God. Shall, shall I just say yes? <laughs> it's a long time. It's, a, it's fine. It's a long time uh, ago. I mean, I, th I thought I smashed it, but... Maybe um, we could just, what you know, like now, start putting labels on everything just so I know what is a door and a like, wall. And Is that what they do in Memento? I've got it, yeah. Am I at the beginning of or the end of Memento? Oh, no. I'm not as cool as Guy Pearce. Um, next on our list, <laughs> yeah. number four, Van Halen. Okay. All right. I, um, on the way to work today... There was no good songs on any any usual station, so I was trying to flip through. And there was a station that was playing um, Why Can't This Be Love. Oh, cool. Um, but it was half that station and half another station that was playing something else. Um, so I could only kind of hear it as if, you know, there was two radio stations yeah. battling it out. But it was still better than the other stuff on the other channels, so I listened to the whole song like that. So it was like a mashup. Yeah, but worse. Worse. Like worse. A, yeah. Do, do you remember what the other song was? No, because it was just. I think half of it was just like talking, and it was right. just noise. Um. But so that, that was quite good. <laughs> that was probably the highlight of my day. <laughs> but like, what do you listen to? Greatest hits radio, don't you? Was there yeah. nothing good on that? No, but it's just if it comes on with like. I can't remember. It was one of those ones that just, I just think, ugh, no. It was something like, not Tainted Love, but something like that, where I just think, oh, God, I never need to hear this again. <laughs> and um, then other radio stations were just playing. You only know, think, I can't. I need something. And so I found it. It just wasn't ideal. But, you know, life's not ideal, so I, I rolled with it. Is Why Can't This Be Love a particular favourite Van Halen tune? And uh, it's just a good one. Yeah. I mean, it was just all I had. <laughs> but it was, you, but, you were making do with the the Sammy Hagar exactly, version yeah, of Van well, Halen. Yeah, exactly. Which is no one's first choice, is it? Well, well but Sammy Hagar's mum thinks it is. Probably, probably does. Yeah. So the I obviously the main the main thrust of this section was the dichotomy between Eddie Van Halen and Dave Lee Roth and different people, aren't they? Last time I checked, yeah. Um, really, like, different humans. You might say two people. Some say. So, <laughs> um, they show a clip of them doing Hot for Teacher, and I think it's Donington in 1984, and that's a fucking good version of that. It's like, like Eddie Van Halen's just playing like absolutely mental and Dave Lee Ross just throwing himself around and doing pirouettes and leaping around like a maniac. It's just like, they must've been so exciting to see at the time. I think that's the point they're making. But um, yeah, jump is a good song. Isn't it? <laughs> wow. Hot take. Um, yeah. Any more deep cuts? Uh, jump is coming up in our, Drum syllabus, isn't it? Is it? Is it? It's in grade four, yeah. I mean, we are slowly limping our way through this book, so it's not going to be any time soon. It's like, yeah, it's a million times slower than any other grades, isn't it? Yeah. Because they get harder. But I'm looking. <laughs> we don't practice. 
So <laughs> there's there's that. Limited. I mean, that's the main reason. Well, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you really practice, you progress. Uh, but we moved. Life's busy. We we moved the drum kit the other day to facilitate more practice, didn't we? We did, and if I have I done any? <laughs> Yeah, but that's your fault because you need to tell me. I need to force you to you do need stuff. To that's... Just remind me. Okay. Well, I'm looking. If you for... never say it, I'm not going to say it, and then I'm just going to sit there. I was going to suggest it tonight, and didn't. Right. Well, and where are we? Cool story, bro. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to being able to play jump at some point in my life. Yeah, let's hope we get there. Um, Neither of us are that young. So they talk about. <laughs> they talk about. Like Dave Lee Ross, almost too much of a big personality to be in a band, so that's why he left. We don't really know why he left, but I think they just fell out. And they show like some of his solo stuff. And one of the things that I read in an interview in an upcoming Kerrang that we're going to look at the you know the Hot for Teacher video. Yeah. Actually, let me get let me get the. So I'm going to read this out. Uh, we stumbled onto the subject of videos. Right, for context, um, Dave Lee Roth, for some reason, he got it into his head that he was going to be a filmmaker. And he had these, all these plans to make movies with his manager. And they called themselves the Picasso Brothers. Uh, and obviously it never happened, but it turned out he, he sort of put it all into his music videos. So his music videos are quite elaborate. So, quote from the article, somehow we stumbled onto the subject of videos. I think we were talking TV. I was probably trying to sell him on the idea of hosting his own chat show. Anyway, it transpires that the reason why the colours are so eye-stingingly vivid on the Van Halen Hot for Teach video is that, quote, this is Dave, I was wearing shades the whole time we were editing it, and I couldn't see a goddamn thing. We'd be shooting segments in which I was wearing these things, and then in between times I'd be racing across the playback console, take a look at what we got, only I never took off my damn shades. And I'd be standing up there going, hey, man, this looks a little dull. Turn the goddamn color up. And it wasn't until much later when I first saw the thing on MTV, I thought, my God, what is this? How come the colors are so fucking high? And then I remember, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And That's I'd look at it. sort of silly mistake I would make. Well, if you're working with Dave Lee Roth on a video... And he's telling you to turn the colours up, but you see that he's wearing sunglasses. Wouldn't you mention it? No, I don't think you would. Would you say it to your boss? You wouldn't. Um, if you can hear heavy breathing in the background, I'm going to point <laughs> out that it's not me. When you were talking then, there was snuffling. It's one of our pets who is suffering from hay fever. She's a, she's a little snuffler at the moment. Isn't she, she is. It's just not me snuffling in the background. No offence. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it's not this one snuffling, it's the other one just yelling at us, isn't it? True. Which has shown up on a previous episode. Oh. Yeah, you can hear her in the background. So the colours, like I'm I'm playing this now. The colours like don't look don't it? super. <laughs> it, it? it does look like tongue tied. Do you do you want to describe what tongue tied is for the listener who Surely might not? Knows. <laughs> but there might Everyone be the famous tongue tied. There might be something else called tongue tied. Well, in Red Dwarf, there's one scene, um, I think probably right at the beginning of an episode, I can't really remember because mm. seen it in isolation a lot. And um, it's just them singing a song, well, uh, Danny John Jules singing a song 
or tongue-tied and it's um, really, really good. Excellent song. And I'm not even being sarcastic. Um, so yeah. you like the dwarf and you like Danny John Jules. And Rimmer and Lister are doing like back, backing vocals and dancing behind him, aren't they? Yeah. It looks just like that. Yeah, so there's... Why a... is it Crichton dancing? Um, I think it was series two before Crichton was in it. Oh, my God. Or series one, maybe. Wow. I was, I was just blowing your mind. A bit. Um, yeah, so that was hot for teacher. <laughs> um, have you ever seen any of his other videos? Such as? Uh, well, Yankee Rose. No. Right, I'm going to play some, like this intro to Yankee Rose just goes on forever. And it's obviously meant to be funny, but there's no jokes in it. It's just all random shit. But I'm going to show you the bit. It looks lame. It's, I mean. It's... I've seen two seconds on mute and it looks lame. <laughs> okay. I'll play it with music, but I won't go. I mean, it's, I know it's nothing at all. <laughs> so that, I mean, that, that is the bit I wanted to show you. Hasn't he got a nice arse? I mean, I know it's no secret that Michael Sarr likes Davey West, but <laughs> it's like watching Michael Sarr. He, he took 100% of his stage moves and vocal delivery. <laughs> and he was in a, a Van Halen tribute at, at one point in his uh, life, wasn't he? I believe so. Yeah. So yeah, that's a uh, Yankee Rose. Um, there's a bit in the just like Paradise video where the drummer is playing drums while sitting on the ride cymbal. I was looking for it in here, but I think it's in just like Paradise. Okay. Utterly ridiculous. But I'm going to show you a little ain't enough, and you know, show you an Expedia ad. And there's a bit right at the end, and again, it just goes on forever. There's all this stupid shit, but like, so right at the end, the, the conceit is he's looking into the future. The absolute final tour sold out 2021. Well, that is what it's like. So, now. this is from 1991, and he's saying 2021. Oops. There's people in spacesuits, we're wearing silver, but his, his. That idea, meant to be him. Yeah, his idea of him himself now is a really, really fat man. He's still got all his hair. Right. Uh, but Dave, Dave Lee Roth in real life, I think he's still relatively trim, but he doesn't have any hair anymore. But I thought that was a, that was a sort of weird conception of to sort of show, show yourself as a sort of rotund figure in the... Uh, that is... Um, tight well, pants. I mean, you know... At least he doesn't look like that now. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's done all right, hasn't he? Um, so yeah, they say they say um, Sammy Hagar. They say, they describe him as bet Midler look alike, yeah. don't they? Which there's but a, they're bitchy throughout the whole thing. They're bitchy, but I mean, and it's fair enough. But like, D Snyder's also D Snyder from Twisted Sister is also in this this program and. People always used to say about him when he was in Twisted Sister that he was like 
Bet Midler on acid. So they can't they can't both be Bet Midler. Or we could all be Bet Midler. Well, Maybe no, we can't because she's a superstar. Well, that's true. Um, we've talked about Bet Midler before because we talked about <laughs> our industry. See, I remember that. Something well, remember. that's a, one of our classic episodes. Oh, industry. Um, I think Dee Snider in Twisted Sister looks like Sweetums from The Muppets. Which one's Sweetums? Right, I'm going to Google Sweetums. You might know, you might recognise it. I don't know how familiar you are with The Muppets. It was, uh, I think, a little bit ahead of my time. Although there was a T-shirt of me wearing a Muppets T-shirt. I think I was just probably, you know, like when those people wear band T-shirts and they don't know who the band is. I was like that. <laughs> You're like that girl, like, it's got the metallic writing. Yeah. Like the metallic writing. I keep seeing so many tops with this metallic writing on it, and every time I'm like, I love that top, and it's like oh, the same God. thing. Um, do you recognise? I was just trying to be cool. Do you recognise him? Um, ish. Yeah. He looks a bit like um, when in Genesis they dress up as that ball bag man or whatever <laughs> it is. The slipper man. Whatever. Don't you think a bit like that? It's sort of this, a similar kind of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, we went to see the musical box perform The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. I hate it with a passion. Well, he's meant to be disgusting. Yeah, no, no, but just tell us it was disgusting, but then you have to show me. Did you notice he's got inflatable testicles? Didn't notice. There's the, before the song starts, he stands there and his testicles blow up, like inflate. Like they're like balloons, basically. I think he's meant to be like a symbol of. Don't try. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to do an episode about Genesis? Or um, yeah, if we're going to talk about. Um, like the hits of the 80s. Well, why not both? Because I've got nothing to say about Ball Bad Man or dressing up as a flower and shit like that. Okay. <laughs> Number three, Guns N' Roses. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I think the, the kind of thesis with Guns N' Roses... Did you say thesis with Guns N' Roses? Well, the thesis on this programme is that they sort of started out quite sort of street and quite sort of raw and then street and raw. Oh, you're using all of the lingo tonight. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely yeah. some of these copies of Kerrang that describe them as street rockers. Okay. Well like raw. Where did you get raw from? Uh well there's the magazine raw. Okay. Um well, what's influencing your language. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm starting to speak like it's the the eighties, and Wor I'm no, writing worse. for Kerrang. Um, yeah, they talk about that riot a lot. Like that's the worst thing oh, yeah. that ever happened. And yeah, the the madness of user illusion, and that's that section's got Sebastian back in as well, talking about they were supporting Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. Very funny story, which we won't get into here. <laughs> the the funny thing is that funny but they you know so this came out in 2000 so they leave guns and roses almost at the point where we saw them 
because it's basically Axel, right. none of the original members of the band other than Axel and like a bunch of hired hands. Um, and yeah, I think two years after that, we went to see them, didn't we? Yeah. Which we've uh, spoken about. And they've just played Glastonbury, but with Slash and yeah. with, with Duff, Duff McKagan. Um, so, yeah. I mean, what's your favourite Guns N' Roses song? Good question. I like my Michelle. Yeah. You've got a go on. You've got a live album, like a double live yeah. album of theirs. That's when I used to go TV shopping on Saturdays. Bought it. Yeah. Yeah. But did you did you have Appetite for Destruction? Yes, I think you so. did. It's been a long time since I've seen my CDs. CDs. Sent to me. All right, I'm uh, get out my CDs and I'll show you. <laughs> I've got nothing to play them on. <laughs> I'm gonna buzz. <laughs> the world is fucked. I can't play music anymore. Yay! Um, We're going forward. For fuck's sake. Talking of MP3s. Yeah. At number two, it's Metallica. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And and they don't mention Napster once. So maybe this was before the whole Napster. I think it was before Napster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, do you remember that? Yeah, good times. I've still got music <laughs> downloaded from Napster. I've, still, <laughs> I've got I've got um, music downloaded from Napster that's got the wrong band name on because I've got. I remember seeing American Woman by Led Zeppelin, and I thought, oh, obviously at some point Led Zeppelin did a, a cover of American Woman. And it wasn't. It was just, you know, and you know, you have to wait like an hour for it to download, yeah. and then you listen to it, and it was just the original by the Guess Who. And Kazar I, was better. I mean, it might have been from Kazar or Audio Galaxy or one of no, the other ones, or LimeWire or one of those. Kazar was better, though. Because Napster, if you didn't... If someone called you, you lost your your efforts for that day. And that was it, wasn't it? But Kazar picked up where oh, you left off. Oh, yeah. So it'd find someone else who had yeah. the right version and it'd just pick up where you left off. Maybe I didn't Vulnerable. use... I, maybe I didn't use... Where's that tech now? Well, I mean, now it doesn't take an hour to download a three-minute song. Right. Gen Z. But, I mean... Obviously, mm -hmm. no, it's, it's actually easy to download music and pay for it now. You don't have to. They didn't have the option back then. No. They didn't give us the option. It they, wasn't our they fault. They didn't give us the option. So shut up, Lars Ulrich. Back off, Hetfield. Don't, um, don't get mad at me. I, I, of course, didn't download any Metallica. I'm going on that. <laughs> I think that copy of American Woman must have said American Woman by Guess Who. And someone thought, oh, I need to guess who it is. And they'd never heard of the guess who who did american woman so they thought right. oh, it was a bit like led zeppelin so they listed it as led zeppelin that's proper daft and there was a a song called lord of the rings by marillion but it wasn't by marillion it was by a band called blind guardian but i, I was like oh my god there's a marillion song i've never heard of even but you know the disappointment of the early 2000s but it was also Awesome. 
Yeah, because we met. Yeah, good times, wasn't it? Um, do you like Metallica? Yeah. What Metallica songs <laughs> do you like? The huge. I don't know any deep cuts. Yeah. Um. Um. You know, yeah, they're all right. I probably wouldn't put them on unless I was like raging. Angry. Yeah. So unless I was feeling having one of those days, um, probably wouldn't reach for it. But I'd enjoy it if it was on the radio. Yeah. Well, Seek and destroy. That's quite angry. Yeah. For whom um, the bell tolls. Well, that's I quite think angry. that's probably because that used to be on a lot when we went out. So yeah, that would remind me of. Well, your nightclubs and stuff. Didn't your best mate used to yeah. wasn't like Metallica her favorite band? Yeah, because I remember when we first met, she told me if I didn't like Metallica, I wasn't allowed to see. <laughs> that sounds about. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, of course I do." And I'm like, "Well, I like one." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But. You know, yeah. I, th I mean, they're they're sort of making the point that they started out quite street and raw, much like Guns N' Roses. Is that how we're describing everyone now? Yeah, right. And then they got big. You're that. Hello, fellow kids. Meme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am that rock band. <laughs> I'm very cool. I'll have you know. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, awkward silences. <laughs> so talking of awkward silences, now, number one, yeah. you've got Aerosmith, yeah. which we still haven't watched. Yeah, be yeah. but it's not like I've I can remember it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, what would you like to say about Aerosmith in regards to this programme? Um, I don't know. What would you like to ask me about <laughs> I, I can't remember the programme. I remember them showing... Well, a lot of it was talking about how they were on drugs and a mess, and it was all sort of focused around that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, and who who wasn't at that time? And... But this is like post-clean-up, come-back, way more successful than they were ever were yeah. during the 70s, isn't it? So, happy ending. Yeah. Still a happy ending, they're all doing well. Apart from Joey Kramer's left again, aren't they? Has he? I think so. Well, they can't keep track. There's a very fun, funny clip I found on YouTube. I mean, I say I found it. I think um, Total Rock or, you know, Louder or one of those sites, you know, in their weekly email just had a link to it. But it's them backstage at Donington. They played Donington in 1990, and they had a special guest of Jimmy Page. And basically, it's uh, Joe Perry and Steve Tyler with the shirts off, being all like macho, and they're working out the set list. And then Jimmy Page comes in, and he's like, yeah, guys, I'm just wondering, like, when I come in. And, and then they, they sort of tell him in a way that just doesn't describe when they want him to come in and play a solo. <laughs> And so they're like five minutes, they're saying, yeah, Joey's Joey's going to play this. And uh, and then he's like, "You when exactly do you want me to come in? And he's like, oh, I'll point at you. Yeah, just point at me. And then Steve Tyler is saying, uh, have we got a piano? And the guy goes, yeah, it's your little red piano. And he goes, yeah, cool. Well, I'll kick it over. 
it's you know they don't seem cleaned i mean they look amazing they're all like you know kind of pumped well, I bet, up and i bet joe perry looked amazing well, steve tyler he's all i mean i guess you know sometimes still haunts me that song on the joe perry album called buzz buzz and it goes buzz off yeah that's what? that just haunts why me. does it haunt you have you never listened to it? No. I must have played you here. I mean, maybe Just 20 years a, ago. have a quick YouTube of it so you can... We'd have to play it because we don't get so sued it, by Joe Perry. Is it a Joe Perry solo? Yeah, which there's your first red flag. Joe Perry project. <laughs> is it called Buzz Buzz? Yeah. Buzz yeah. Buzz? Yeah. I mean, be warned. Is this on a level of... Um, Gene Simmons no, doing that, them two bangers, those two girls doing that banger song that you sent me the other day. It's on um, that level. Worse, actually. Oh. Yeah, you can listen to a bit of it and then we'll resume and you can give your opinion. I've got the rock and roll again. Is that him singing? I think so. I mean, the thing is, the reason it's so depressing, you, like, it's hard to. It's like when um, people talk about lived experiences. It's hard to for me to just play you that now, and like you'll be like, "It's not that bad, or whatever," because you've just put it onto YouTube. It took you two seconds to find that, then. Yeah. But when you've got limited, very limited income and you go out and you invest probably ten ninety nine easily on that one album and you're just hoping for, like, some songs that are just going to change your world, you're going to put them on, listen to them. And, like, it's such a big investment and it's, like, there's so much at stake. You know, it'll have been a bus into town, right, and then going to HMV and then getting it and then a bus out of town. It's taken you all day and a lot big percentage of your disposable income on this then get home and listen to that and <laughs> so it's like you can understand why i was depressed um he looks quite cool on the cover it look, yeah well exactly is there any false advertising is there any good songs on that album i don't remember a single of i think i just probably threw it out of the window at that stage <laughs> Um, did he leave or did he get kicked out of Aerosmith? I think they heard Buzz Buzz and then they were like, we can't do this anymore, mate. <laughs> oh, man. He's, he's got to go. And he was like, I know. He, he knew. So he just, he, there wasn't an, he just left because he was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was. No, no musician. Is... You, know, you sometimes look back on like your Facebook memories and you think, eh, why did I talk like, like why am I talking like that? Like, why is it so, why am I so weird? <laughs> He probably listened to that back and thought, what? Why, what? He was probably off his tits. What? But the thing, I don't think he was at this time. That's that's the worst part. I mean, that's got to be added to the video playlist, which we make every episode. Right, enjoy. Uh, An apology. Thank us later for Joe Perry Project Buzz Buzz. So it's, it's like, you know, sometimes when you're just sitting there and your mind goes to Tusk or to... 
human centipede and you've accidentally fallen into that oh god that exists sometimes it's buzz buzz you mean tusk the kevin smith movie not yes. the fleetwood mac album <laughs> no i mean the, the, the film that's one of those like oh because i just still think about him being outside and then what he taught yeah spoilers for tusk oh no i didn't describe anything Oh, um, spoiler. I thought it was Tusk. all right. I thought Tusk was... I'm not saying it wasn't all right, but it's... Just disturbing. Rathacan going to live with me forever, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. On my deathbed. Well, There'll be like nine things that pop in. <laughs> Human centipede, Rathacan, Tusk, Buzz Buzz. And probably just the rest is just embarrassing things I've said in public. Fair enough. What's the most embarrassing thing you've said in public? I don't know. That's a good question. Like what make me? Mm. I mean, I can't remember most things at the best of times. So maybe a box out. Can't remember a lot of the conversations we've had, but I don't think they were that embarrassing. I don't think no, you blocked them out. No, no. But so, if, imagine if something was embarrassing, I'd doubly forget it. Um. Talking of embarrassing, before we go, I mean, I think we've reached the end of our excoriation of top 10 stadium rock, haven't we? Yeah. We've, you know, I think we've made you laugh. We've made you think. Um, thoroughly recommended. Uh, I've got two things to show you. That's exciting. First of all, you might, you might have seen this uh, before. Um, let me go to my play playlist for the last uh, episode, Top 10 Stadium Rock Part 1. So we've got Kiss. I mean, we talked about Kiss last week, but we didn't actually get yeah. to this part. Kiss guest VJ MTV 1987. I know VJ is a fine thing, but it sounds rude. I <laughs> For JJ. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I did play you the Miss Jackson If You're Nasty bit. Yes, you did. Yeah. But I'm going to play you another bit now. I'm going to play you two more bits. Right, so. Drugs are great. Drugs make me strong. Drugs make me smart. Drugs make me feel good. Drugs make me cool. You believe that crap? Huh? You believe all that stuff they're handing you about drugs? You want to believe in something? How about yourself? Not to drugs. I hope you can take something <laughs> well, away from that. But if that doesn't convince you, okay, I've got something else that's going to convince you. I mean, I don't do drugs, so I feel like it's a bit patronising telling me to not do it. But he's right. <laughs> oh, God, I've got buzz buzz going on. Here. So I've got no friends. Get invited to any parties, women ignore me, child. Yeah, I've heard some people say drugs are cool, but they are wrong. Some of them are dead wrong. Oh, a bit dark, Paul. Keep it light. Did you see what he was right, doing right? there? He's using reverse psychology. So, I mean, do you want to right, watch? Right, but there's going to be loads of people who are watching that going. Right, but I'm not Paul Stanley, and so I don't get invited to 
parties and I don't have friends and mm. I'm not in KISS. <laughs> so it's quite unattainable, Paul. Fuck's sake, man. Do you want to watch the Paul Stanley workout? that bombshell on that bombshell i think we're going to wrap up this yeah. another fantastic episode yeah uh 52 minutes of pure, <laughs> pure fucking nonsense yeah. uh um remember to subscribe to our instagram channel our threads channel oh god you're so cool <laughs> <laughs> twitter if you must I've still not even been on to threads. It's just the same as Twitter. Mm. And, yeah, uh, go on our uh, YouTube channel and watch all the video playlist. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Peace out. Peace out. And remember to stay metal. Stay metal. Why are we saying that again? Because that was in the that was in the chat GBT. Oh. Yeah, no, I actually do remember that. But I forgot why we were who had told us to say stay metal. Um, okay. Yeah, got it. Stay metal. Stay metal. <laughs>